This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Brian, one of the next things I want to touch on here with you is we you kind of referenced there that who knows if this might be Tristan Hill's final yeah. shot. Um, I, I think this is likely his final year regardless, um, but he may not make it out of training camp even. I think that his his spot is not certain here. Uh, he's, he's struggled with maturity. He's, he's struggled with uh, taking the the talents that he has and putting it together as a complete football player, and he struggled with injuries. And so that is is one player that I think people feel pretty certain about. But I wanted to talk about some of these other guys that we look at as, is this the final year for them with the Dallas Cowboys? And so I got a few names here, and I want to kick them around with you. And the first one I'm going to bring up, I got, I got five names that we can talk about here, is are they or are they not? And, and no offense right in here, Brian. I need you to tell me yes or no. Okay. <laughs> uh, first name here, Donovan Wilson, a guy that I think they've they've liked and thought had a, a chance to really start here, and I think will get a chance to compete for the starting job along with Malik Hooker at free safety. Uh, but, you know, they, they did sign Malik Hooker for two years, and Donovan Wilson's contract runs out this year. He's been plagued by injuries. He's always getting banged up, even though they love the ball skills and, and the range and uh, things like that. Donovan Wilson, do you think this is his final year with the Dallas Cowboys? No, I don't. Okay. I, don't. I, I think they like his toughness. I think they like the physicality. I think they like the fact that he's around the ball. I think that that he's got that ability, the flexibility. And again, I hate the term now, position flex, <laughs> but he's got the flexibility to play back. And but I think he's a better down player as that box player, mm-hmm. you know, from what we've seen with Curse. So if not here, I think the best fits here. But if not here, yes, yeah, somewhere else. But I think that the Cowboys think enough of him. He's going to make enough plays for you. They'll find a way to keep him around. What if? you get a a good problem, I guess, in that Wilson does make plays and does show encouraging signs, but Malik Hooker stays healthy and hits some of that potential that they've seen. If they had to make a choice, um, because, you know, people saw Donovan Wilson went, well, you can have an opportunity to start over here. And it basically came down to like, well, I need to be a starter. Uh, Do you think a a strong performance from Malik Hooker could potentially end Donovan Wilson's time here? Yeah, I think, I think Hooker and Wilson are different players. Mm -hmm. I think Hooker's a better cover guy. I think Hooker has, I think Hooker sees the field better. I think Hooker has the ability to go get the football when it's, and it's down the down the sideline or up the hash. I think he's got the ability to just to make a play to knock a ball down. I don't know if Wilson necessarily has all that. I think Wilson's really good at keeping things in front of him. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see them as two different players. Is really to be honest with you, Bob. I see Wilson more of a curse, even though Curse has got ability to make plays on the ball. I think Hooker's got more ability to make plays of turn as opposed to Wilson Scott. 
Yeah, and I mean, Wilson, I think Wilson tracks the ball well. I think Wilson makes good plays on the ball. It's just like his coverage is limited. I think he has good ball skills and good ball instincts, but it, like in terms of the actual range that he has, it doesn't compare to what Malik Hooker can do. That's why it's funny. We talk about how... You know, I said that they're kind of competing for the safety spot a little bit. But like we mentioned earlier, there's three safeties playing on the field frequently because they will bring J. Ronkers into the box yeah. to play up. And then Wilson essentially plays strong safety and Malik Hooker plays free safety. And so right. you end out with three safeties in name on the field, but it's because Curse is essentially playing sort of a hybrid linebacker role. Linebacker, right, yeah. right. So the next name here for you, and this is an interesting one because I think some people thought his time would have ended here earlier, and now I'm asking, could he potentially be here past this year? Uh, but it's Anthony Brown. And Anthony Brown is a guy who his contract, he got a three-year extension to come back. Um, he This is his final year of his deal. He played probably the best football of his career last year, even with the penalties and the, the Raiders game. And I know he frustrated people at times, but he was a good player for them. And there's... Yep uncertainty about Kelvin Joseph there's you know Nishan Wright is somebody they picked in the third round but uh, you know I, I don't know that that's progressing quite where they wanted it to yet they picked Deron Bland in the fifth round but is this Anthony Brown's final year like I think a lot of people assumed or is there an opening do you think for hey maybe we look at this at the end of the year and we're still not certain about some of these young corners Anthony Brown's a good player yeah I think Anthony Brown is going to play well again this year and I think he's going to price himself out of what the Cowboys want to pay. I think Anthony Brown last year, I thought he showed uh, incredible moxie the way he played. I, I, I get it. The Vegas game was not one of his best. He bounced back from that Tampa game that was a, a, a problem for him in week one. But, you know, you really only two games out of all the games he played, his flexibility to play on the outside, to play in the slot. He's looked good in the OTAs and the mini camps that I've seen. The times he's been out there covering guys, staying with guys. I think Anthony Brown is about to have another really nice year and price himself out of being part of the Dallas Cowboys roster in 2023. Asking to look into your crystal ball a little bit here. Obviously, the Cowboys would prefer for Kelvin Joseph to get his act together and step up and become that guy. And that, you know, uh, with Jordan Lewis under contract for another two years, you could potentially just go Lewis Joseph Diggs into 2023. Uh, But looking into your crystal ball a little bit, do you think if Anthony Brown leaves, the Cowboys have enough questions remaining about uh, Kelvin Joseph in a year that they go, uh, well, we got to address this either with a veteran or pick somebody in the top hundred. Yeah. I I could see, I could see, you know, the Cowboys have a history. uh, I should, I should probably, before I fire this old statement off, I should probably look up the names, but they have a history of really some good second round picks. They also have a great history of busts in the mm-hmm. second round as well. Guys that didn't work out. Uh, you know, this one I think is on Dan Quinn. If it doesn't work out, yep. uh, you know, we haven't said a lot of negative things about Dan Quinn, but Dan Quinn, Will McClay, Mike McCarthy, were all in Lexington, Kentucky for the, for the workout. They were all there. They had the interviews. They know the coaches. You do your due diligence. They sent their lawyer down to Baton Rouge to figure some stuff out. They did a lot of work on Kelvin Joseph before he was drafted. And if Kelvin Joseph doesn't work out, then there's going to be a lot of finger pointing. But we all know who the cast of characters are here, you know, for that. And sometimes it doesn't work out. uh, But – I'm willing to I'm willing to see what happens. I know we, you and I in a month's time will be uh, going to Oxnard and watching practices and stuff. You know, Kelvin Joseph does not need to get injured 
Kelvin Joseph needs to practice every snap he can get. Kelvin Joseph needs to play in all the preseason games, and he needs to establish himself the type of player that he can be. If he doesn't do that, I, I don't think the Cowboys have any problem moving on from him and, and trying to address that in 2023. Next name, a guy who wants a longer-term deal was franchised this year, and that's Dalton Schultz. I think we've talked about this a little bit on 105 through the fan. Um, I think Dalton Schultz, this was about, there were so many shakeups to Dax targets, you know, no more Mark sure. Cooper, Cedric Wilson, Gallup's not yeah. going to be ready. CD lamb is taking on a new role uh, that I think they felt like, man, we can't just reset everything. There's got to be some comfort option here. So let's just pay the 10 million bridge it over, build up the tight end room. Uh, I feel like this is Dalton Schultz's last year, even though he wants a longer term yeah. deal. And the Cowboys have publicly said, like, oh, you know, we're, we're working. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's his last year, too. Uh, you know, they're going to find a way again. Uh, these tight ends, you know, they drafted Dalton Schultz. They developed Dalton Schultz. You know, they could find another Dalton Schultz. You know, paying a tight end, you know, unless their name is uh, Kelsey or, you know, the, the guy out in San Francisco or the guy in Vegas, or, you know, that – those are the guys you pay. Dalton Schultz is not the guy you pay. This, I think you've nailed it. Um, I think that you just did not want to totally deplete any options that Dak Prescott had throwing the ball this year. Wouldn't be surprised if Dalton Schultz, I can guarantee he'll probably be second in receptions this year. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if he's first in receptions when it's all said and done. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Next name here, a a longtime Cowboy, a future Hall of Famer, but a guy who uh, is is definitely on the back half of his career, is definitely starting to slide down a little bit, and that's Tyron Smith. Um, the Tyler Smith pick was as much about fixing left guard this year, I think, or, or trying to address that as much as it was about finding your future left tackle, I think. Um, I've said this to you. I've said it on the air a number of times. The Cowboys were shaken by his performance against San Francisco. That was troubling to them in a way that one game is usually not that troubling to to teams. That was troubling to them and made them wonder, are we on an aggressive downward trajectory with Tyron Smith? And so uh, Tyron Smith, you think this is final year or if he proves he can stay healthy and he has a good year, do they say, you know what? He's still cheap. Let's carry him over another year. Yeah. You know, he's not going to be healthy. He's going to miss three games. Those three games that Tyler Smith says, plays say at left tackle will determine what the fate of Tyron Smith is much like what we saw with Lyle Collins you know I mean uh, Tyron Smith is not making a lot of money I've talked to people in the organization have told me if Dallas tries to trade him he'd just retire Mm -hmm. that he probably wouldn't play anymore so yeah I I kind of feel like that you know we're gonna we're gonna see Tyron Smith miss those three games Tyler Smith's going to play in the three games. If Tyler Smith shows he can handle the job, like much like uh, like Steele did for Lyle Collins at right tackle, you're going to see them move on from Tyron Smith. Are, are you concerned 
about the way he looked in the San Francisco game? Or do you write yeah. that off to uh, that was COVID and it was one game, or, yeah. or was that a really troubling performance? They, they haven't had, they did not have one player this year. And I want to think about that because, because Randy got COVID Randy Gregory, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to think if he played well after the COVID. He didn't get a sack, but he came back against the Philly game, drew a bunch of holding penalties, was pressure. He might have been the only one then because remember the situations that they were going through. Everybody that came back from the COVID, I mean, struggled. Well, uh, Zach Martin came back from COVID, you know, uh, after week one. But yeah, it, it seemed like that everybody that had the COVID on this team. Was, it was a struggle to get back to the level that they had before they were uh, before they got sick. So, do you see a, a a decline that mirrors what we saw in San Francisco? Yeah. Or do, you, do you think yeah. it was? Uh, yeah, that, that's that's you know, Tyron Smith is going to be in incredible shape. Mm-hmm. You know that he is going to be ready to play, but the problem is Tyron Smith gets rolled up in games. Yeah, he gets you know he's blocking people, fall on the back of his legs. He's had some terrible luck with guys on the ground, falling in the ankles, falling in the knees. He deals with a back thing that you just don't know when it's going to flare up. He could be sleeping in a hotel room this year at uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin, and be a, a be a scratch. You know, you and I are doing the pregame show, and it's Tyron Smith that's going to be a scratch because his back acted up in a hotel bed in Appleton, Wisconsin. You yeah, know, that's that's what you deal with on a daily basis right there. Yeah, and I think that's part of why we saw Tyler Smith. That That's my theory as to why we have not just seen Tyler Smith taking the left guard reps is because I yeah. think they, they know there is going to come a couple games a season where he's going to need to play left tackle. Yep. So I think they're wanting to get him. He's played some left guard snaps alongside Tyron Smith, but a lot of it's just been rotating in and out with Tyron. Right. Also makes me wonder if the fact that we're just seeing him rotate and not taking a lot of snaps inside at left guard makes me wonder if Tyron's still a little banged up from that thing that caused him to mispractice a couple weeks ago. And so that was something that I was considering. Uh, and last name for you here, and I think we we both agree on this one, and that's Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but they've, they've surprised us before. And, I mean, they got Demarcus Lawrence you know, hey, let's get you a new contract so we can lessen our cap hit and it'll keep here for a few years. Do you think this is for sure, regardless? Of, I, I feel like whatever he does on the field, I feel like this is still probably Ezekiel Elliott's last year. He could go out there and rush for yeah. 1,400 yards, and I think he's probably done yeah. still. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that they're just trying to get the contract. I I asked somebody, there was some really, around Cowboy Nation, there was some really uh, big rumors that that they were going to give Zeke an extension, mm-hmm. you know, to make up for the caps, you know, and try and lower the cap number and all that. I reached out to three different guys in the organization. One of them goes, that is absolute news to me about an extension. So yeah, I, I, I think that they're, they're going to get the contract where it can be manageable, where they can move on from it. And, you know, you're starting to see the wear and tear with Ezekiel Elliott. He will come in in good shape. He will be ready to go, but we'll see how that all plays out here, uh, here in the next, uh, the next, you know, in the next few weeks and stuff like that, especially we get to training camp and stuff like that. You know, that will be a, uh, that will be uh, something worth keeping an eye on because I think it's two questions there. Uh, it's the questions of Zeke and it's the questions, are they really going to use Pollard? You know, that those are the two running back questions that I have. And I know some people wonder this. I think when you talk to people inside the Cowboys, they are painfully aware they made a mistake with that contract. 
And I think yeah, that they, 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 they would, if yeah. you ask them in private, I think everybody in the organization would tell you, we should not have done that. We should have yeah. called us bluff. They absolutely, and, and they absolutely know that, Bob. Absolutely. All right. We're going to jump to your uh, mailbag questions from Twitter. Before we do that, again, I want to remind you, The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast, and you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.